you know that I pray every night that he would escape? What the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. something spooky we're gonna be talking about something sick and perverse so i have my good buddy he's been eating guacamole in all sorts of different <laughs> sexy ways it's bobby peterson hey uh, i just want to say boo because we're talking about halloween today oh good <laughs> did you write that one last night yeah i thought one? about it i thought you were gonna introduce me as booby at first <laughs> ah, there you go booby peterson cool <laughs> So, yeah, as you guys may have been able to tell by the intro and the theme music, we're going to be chopping the new Halloween movie, Halloween. <laughs> so this is the, the third time that title's been used. Yeah, I thought that was interesting right off the bat, just calling it Halloween, because people are going to think it's a remake. It's well, not that, a remake. How are we going to... Yeah, they, they say this is the official sequel to the Carpenter movie, and then they name it Halloween, and now there's going to be this, anytime you talk about, quote, Halloween, there's going to be, <laughs> like, people call that the Rob Zombie one, they just call it Rob Zombie Halloween. Yeah, exactly. His name's attached to it. And so I guess the original's now going to have to not just be Halloween, but people are going to call that John Carpenter Halloween, and then right. this is Halloween 2018. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Or, or online, people are calling it H40, like how there's H2O, H2O. now they're calling this one H40, which... Good luck if that sticks. But. So this is this is about 20 years after H2O came out. Yeah, exactly. When H2O came out 20 years before the original Correct. Halloween. So yeah. we're, yep. we're getting Not, up there now. Yep, 98 and then 2018. So yeah. just doing 20-minute increments. So, yeah, the, this is a new one uh, by director David Gordon Green, who had just done a bunch of comedy stuff exactly. before. they And it's executive produced by... K motherfucking P. Oh, yeah. My buddy. And uh, this guy had, had worked with KP on Pineapple Express and Your Highness, Eastbound and Down, Vice Principals. And both of them seem to, or at least Danny McBride seems to have a flair for classic horror and cinema because he also had done Aliens. He was part of that, that oh, Aliens. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, and that Alien sci fi horror, but still monsters. And, and so maybe he's got a soft spot there. But. What were some of your first impressions about this one? Uh, first impressions, I mean, going along with the conversation here, there was a lot of humor in this movie. Um, like the little kid who's who's getting babysat by okay. like the yeah the, the yeah the, the one of the random kid. characters that's just there to be murdered. By it, like exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah, she gets like five lines of dialogue. She gets to make out with her boyfriend, and then what do you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you're smoking pot or having sex at a Halloween movie. Exactly. That's mm -hmm. so far. That's that, that's that's been true for for the Halloween series, and it yeah. continues with this one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but what what did you think? So for let me let me backtrack then. I guess Bobby, what are your feelings about the original Halloween? Are you a super fan? I'm sure you would appreciate its place in in horror history as a horror fan, but it's. I'm not a big slasher guy, but by far Michael Myers is my favorite slasher killer. Uh, because of the original, and honestly, mm -hmm. I like Halloween too as well. As as much as that incorporates the whole Michael Laurie being Michael's sister, which they obviously destroy and they even make fun of in this new one. Mm -hmm. um, no, the original Halloween is one of my favorites. John Carpenter is the man. He just like I had nothing more respect for the guy. I like 
pretty much all of his movies. He does the scores for all of his movies, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he continues doing the score even for this one, even though he's just a producer. Okay, and I've been hearing a lot of fans of the original being about this one. Were you happy with this one? Were you pleased? What were your general feelings with it? Initial gut instincts or gut reaction was I was a little disappointed, but I think I've liked it more than I've thought about it since I've seen it in the last three or four days. Um, the reason why I was a little disappointed was being such a big fan of the original, and I know this is all different people doing it, and it's 2018. Um, the pacing of this movie feels really fast. I don't know if that's like an editing thing or a story thing. Something about it feels really fast, but what makes the original so effective is it takes its time with suspense. It moves almost at the pace that Mike Myers moves when it, he's stalking exa- somebody. Exactly. Yeah. It almost feels like it plays out more in real time. I mean, obviously I'm complaining about a movie in 2018 where everything's fast-paced. If you watch any old movie from 40 years ago, it's so much slower regardless yeah. of genre or who made it. But People had time to sit around and, and, and take in a movie and take in atmosphere and take in... Exactly. That's, you know. I think, the biggest thing that I felt was missing from this movie is being like such a huge horror fan is like it just like it gets to the kills it gets everything really quick and i wish i would have took its time a little bit more but mm-hmm. um the story i think is great this is laurie Stroud, laurie strode's movie uh without a doubt obviously it's like picking up the pieces of where she is 40 years later in addition mm-hmm. to where michael is 40 years later yeah i i'm with you on it i thought that there were some really good opportunities but there was a lot of opportunity moments, meaning things that I thought were missed. If I had to give this, I was 30% in favor of it and 70% not liking it. Yeah. And the the Lori stuff, we'll start with the stuff that I liked about it, see okay. if you agree with me, yeah. is I really liked the approach that they took with Jamie Lee Curtis, the ultimate scream queen. Yep. She's in the Hall of Fame. But it's the... The, the trauma and they, they played up the how, how it when you go through a, a situation like she went through what's the fallout of that and the relationship that she had between her daughter and, and how that eroded because of her paranoia and she almost goes kind of crazy need to train myself and get myself in this amazing uh, but she has flaws so i guess she's not like a full machine when it comes to it right right the the paranoia that brought her to where she is in her life and people think she's crazy at this point and and watching her be badass when she needed to be i thought that stuff was really interesting and compelling especially the relationship with her daughter but there's so many other random characters that we get away from the Lori. So I right. disagree with you in that I don't think the plot's great because they throw in so many random tropes. And if you're going to say, like, pound your fist on the table and say, this is the official sequel to Carpenter and we're going to get back to what works, but then we're also going to add in all of these modern shitty elements. Yeah. I thought that was really disappointing to me. The granddaughter and the thing with her boyfriend at the dance who cares kill yeah, both yeah right that now. had nothing to do with what was going on in the movie the babysitter scenes <laughs> the, like who cares the, all of those characters were relevant even the freaking doctor the the new dr loomis yeah. which she even straight up calls him that's my favorite line of the whole thing because i felt like that was like a meta joke she said learn to look at him and says oh you're the new loomis yeah which is hilarious because the whole time i was like is he trying to sound like donald pleasance because like his voice was I, I was like <laughs> like i don't know that was a little fan servicey which is fine but i like there was this. a lot of fan service yes yeah when he puts on the mask they're just wanting the audience to cheer 
when yeah, he gets exactly. his mask back. The, there were so many, to your point, there were so many characters that are just there to be killed by Michael Myers, and you have no investment in it at all. Right. And there was almost twice the amount of kills that there are in the original Michael Myers, because you got to know the characters, even if it's just for a scene, the scene with the kids drinking and having sex, like, you get to know them for 15, 20. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of dialogue. They get there. You can tell that they're Laurie's friends in the original, and, like, they... There's an investment. Yeah, their personality Mm -hmm. shines through, too. They're not just a pretty face that's going to get slashed later. Yeah, yeah. And there's always a game I like to play in movies like this where you're just, like, auto-dead, auto-dead. Like, the two people and the guy at the beginning with the mask... Oh yeah, like that guy's for sure. Oh, yeah. Especially when they come back to them later on their road trip, it's like, oh, yeah. this guy's. Yeah. There's no way they the podcasters make it out of here. Exactly. So uh, I just I so for me the Lori stuff I thought was uh, really cool. Also, back to your point, how long can they continue to make horror movies doing the actual playing into the actual 1978 movie because eventually Michael Myers is going to be 80 years old. He's going to be an <laughs> exactly. old man. So do you think eventually they might do because the there's such a big fan base here, they might do a reboot and then do subsequent sequels off of the reboot? Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, if there's any like genre that's big on like rebooting, remaking, more sequels, it's horror movies. And of course mm-hmm. like slasher movies, like this is the I think 10th Halloween movie, including Rob Zombies, I, I think it's ten, which is just there's so many, which is insane. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it's so there's so many battles. Horror really, they'll come out with with a great first product, and then they'll waste your time. For yeah, they just water years. it down and water, water it down. down water yeah, down. like shout out to it, Saw. Yeah, exactly. Saw movies, great example. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like you know the beats, what they're gonna hit. People are there to see some gore, see some blood, and they're gonna deliver. And there were some really good moments that the director had, especially the stalker stuff. Yeah. The first, uh, the, the perspective of Michael Meyer that he gives some time, and you can kind of, the, the jumble cam, you could hear the breath coming through right. the mask. Yeah. Those are some really cool moments. It makes you feel creepy. It makes you feel like a stalker. Definitely. The position when you're wa- looking through that window as that lady is doing whatever she's doing on Halloween, making oatmeal, or I don't know what the hell that lady's doing in her house, but you're watching as Michael, through Michael's eyes almost, and then he leaves and you can see he, see him come through the window. He's like, man, I feel like exactly. Michael Myers right now. I feel like a stalker. By far, that's the crowning achievement of this movie. That, that, just that tracking shot of like, it starts with the kids trick-or-treating mm-hmm. and then it does the same thing that does, they do in the original Halloween where the kids are like running out paying attention. Boom. They went like they run into him and into mm-hmm. Michael Myers and then all of a sudden you go into Michael Myers mode, take over his perspective, follow him back to the garage, grabs the hammer, go in the house, kill the lady leave the house almost you think he's gonna kill a baby they don't go there <laughs> because as soon as you hear the crying baby you're like no way fuck no they're not gonna do this yeah. yeah i mean i guess I, i'm not gonna say michael myers has a heart but he's not gonna kill him baby cut him one to shut up there's yeah. nine more that's coming out plenty <laughs> that's right. of room for baby dad he did kill like a preteen in this movie which i don't think has ever happened yeah that I was pretty crazy straight up thrashed him in the car which yeah, i didn't think they were gonna do with the shotgun yeah, yeah. That's right. That was interesting. And it's, that started you off really like everybody is everybody's on everybody's game for this. Exactly. It doesn't have to just be high school. Right. So that, that that was probably that was the most carpenter kind of shot. But then because the guy has such a comedy background, he adds all these comedic elements to it. And I thought for a movie that tried to have comedy, a lot of the comedy fell flat. Yeah, it felt 
It felt weird. I, I didn't know. like the kid. I didn't yeah. like the kid that was being babysat. And I didn't... <laughs> I know it's a movie and, and, and he has this place, but I wanted him to be a little more naturally frightened right. with the serial killer. And then the the kid with the guacamole, that, that was... And, and that's something that's so frustrating to me is they still have stupid kids in this. They still have stupid people. Yeah. There's this alert going out. Everyone, You're hopping fences to try to get away from a mass murderer. You end up in a dark alley with him and you're like hey man come on let's, let's move on from this man I know you're playing with me like, it's just like yeah. that kind of those this, this stupid kid element really pisses me off and it feels like they just add that in so it can be more traditional I guess yeah I mean, that definitely plays into the whole slasher trope and everything like that the sequence you're talking about was probably my favorite kill in the whole movie that, the, the drunk kid that's trying to like yeah. hit on the granddaughter and she leaves, rightfully leaves him, and he's all alone. Oscar, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's all alone. And then you just see Michael Myers pop up in the background there, and you're like, oh shit, it's going down. And then the flashing lights. Yeah. But again, it just happens so quick, like, you don't really feel the suspense. He's just, like, talking to Michael Myers from afar, being, you know, thinking it's someone else. Then the lights cut out, then Michael Myers is there, then the lights cut down, and then he dies. Uh-huh. Like, they could have played with that a little bit more and been a little more creative, I think. But they had nine other kills to get to. That's they had true. so many characters to get to that you never got any good atmosphere or any real suspense, which is the foundation of yeah. this franchise is exactly. suspense. And because things were happening so quickly, I didn't ever get that sense. And I, and I felt cheated in, in a way by it. I also hated the doctor. Oh, he was the worst part of the whole movie. And then he's... And it happens so quickly where he turns on the sheriff for no reason. Yeah. It it basically comes and goes within 15, maybe 10 minutes, where that whole thing is just, what? Yeah, and then, exactly. And then, of course, like he ended, and that was the most gruesome death, was the, the stomp and the, the explosion of the head, essentially. Right. But, yeah. The, yeah, this whole... I have this theory on psychosis and insanity and I want to play out and, and see how this works. And like, that's, I'm this mad doctor all of a sudden. Exactly. That, that twist was unearned, like completely. Just, it didn't make any sense. Like he does like play with the whole Loomis thing. Like the, the, the whole twist is that Loomis like genuinely wanted to help Michael, mm-hmm. but I guess they wanted to flip that on its head and be like, oh, this doctor actually like wanted to help Michael like fulfill experience. his prophecy yeah. and like uh-huh. kill people. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that was super lame. <laughs> it was so unearned. It was so out of left field. And then, like, that ruins the movie for me. Like, that moment alone, even though you built up a lot of great... And, and we've really glossed over how cool the Jamie Lee Curtis stuff was. Right. But that stuff sticks into the front of my mind, you know? Yeah, that was by far my least favorite part of the whole movie. But then again, I, yeah... An unearned twist, but at the same time, they don't dwell on it. Like, the guy kind of gets what's coming to him maybe ten minutes after that. Yeah. You know? It's, it's always like, why was it there? Yeah, it was just unnecessary. It was so random. It was so random. But let's let's get to, to what we liked about it. So we've got the stalker element. We thought there were some nice choices that were made. Some, some homages to the original. And then, what were some of your favorite shots of the movie? Uh, favorite shots of the movie... Uh, I really liked the whole scene, and I wish it wasn't really spoiled in the trailer, when he stalks the uh, female podcaster in the in the bathroom. I thought that was great. The whole the whole teeth thing was great. But again, that's another thing that they kind of showed in the trailer. Um, 
I really try not to watch trailers too much if I know I'm going to see a movie. 100% I was going to see this. I watched two different trailers, and I felt like I saw half of the movie, which yeah. is kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, those trailers helped sell the movie, which made it this massive opening that Exactly. Had, so. And speaking of, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis had this awesome tweet that I actually uh, got in my phone here I wanted to read. Go ahead. It says, um, quote, okay, I'm going for one boast post. Biggest horror movie opening with a female lead. Biggest movie opening with a female lead over 55. Second biggest October movie opening ever. And also, of course, the biggest Halloween opening ever. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's that's good for Hollywood, man. It's good for, yeah. you know, like... It's a, it's a strong... It's not only a strong female character, it's just a really strong, well-written character. Exactly. Which is nice. And it's nice that, that there's definitely been this shift and this focus over the last two years of having more inclusion in that space and which is really for me when you're reading those i'm going well what's she up against for biggest yeah. biggest movie opening yeah, with a 55 year old it's like and that and but that goes to speak to hollywood and how that it's a shitty place sometimes is that there's not right. a lot for her to compete against those are great accomplishments yeah but uh yeah especially like biggest halloween movie biggest october uh second biggest october opening those are major accomplishments yeah so, definitely I'm not downplaying all of them but oh yeah the woman over 50 category there's just not a lot <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah so i uh i also did like how the kills weren't over glorified when michael did kill people like yeah. the, the hammer scene you don't even see him yeah exactly it's, you just it's, see the you just see her down on the table afterwards right you just right? see the aftermath and so I've always subscribed to it's scarier if you don't see it oh yeah so you just hear it noise to me is scarier than sight scene right visuals so uh, that that moment was really crazy even when he kills the lady that he was looking through the window of it's very much just pound you on the head knock you on the head stab you and it's over so it's not like he's ripping insides out and yeah. you know wearing the skin mask on his face <laughs> or anything. It's just very practical kills, which I thought was a deliberate choice and a nice choice. Yeah, I mean, if you look at like the especially the original Halloween, all the kills are very practical, like a strangling mm-hmm. or a stabbing, things like that. It's not like he's the only real extreme kill in this entire movie is the stomping on the head. Mm-hmm. But I mean, of course, they play off like Michael Myers, like this He-Man type that has the ability to just squash someone's skull by stomping on it, which probably wouldn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. We talked about how that moment wasn't earned, but the kill was earned. Yeah, because you did a lot of smaller kills leading up to it. That one felt special. Yeah, it was the one. biggest kill I would say in the entire mm-hmm. movie. Man, I really did not like that high school dance subplot. Yeah, that. Yeah, why introduce that drama at all? I, I don't because know. Because nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares about the boyfriend. He. I didn't care he, about the daughter. Yeah. I really didn't care about the granddaughter. <laughs> I don't um, know. I like the scene that she had with Lori, with Jamie Lee Curtis, when, uh, were they like at the football game? Football like the stadium. Yeah. yeah, the practice. And, you know, she's like, kind of puts her grandmother to test, and she's like, why, like, why are you doing all this? Like, you're destroying your whole family. Mm-hmm. But Lori Strode, like, she, she's in the right, I you think. She was prepared. just... Yeah, exactly. Well, and you're right that it does pay off that moment with her and her actual, with her daughter in the cellar. Right. And she says, I, if you hate me for the rest of your life, I understand, and that's fine, but I needed to make sure you're prepared for this moment. Mm-hmm. I loved all of that stuff. If yeah. they would have just hung with Jamie Lee Curtis the whole movie, that's all you needed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe have the granddaughter element, but we don't need 
the podcasters. We don't need the spooky doctor. We don't need all that other stuff. That that stuff was just frill. It was it was it was nonsense. It's it, just it's it, just fodder for the kill. It's exactly, and it's and it's it lives in the front of my brain. Maybe that's something <laughs> on me. Maybe that's yeah. that's that's a flaw of my own. But it's it's that stuff played more to my frustration with the movie than the stuff that I did like about it. Yeah. It's just, you know, this movie's billed as Laurie Strode's movie, and it definitely is, but I, I agree, there's there's just too much B-plot, C-plot, and D-plot going on. That, Anytime you get that, to the D-plot. Yeah, it's just it's just half, yeah. it's just half baked. Because then you're just going, get back to Laurie! Yeah, exactly. We don't care! Get back to what's dramatically interesting in the movie. Yeah. What so. feels like there's some weight there. Cool. Well, I think overall, if you had to give it a grade from F failure a is the next 2001 space odyssey yeah. what would you give this grade i'm gonna give this a c plus uh it did its job it completed laurie's story in an interesting way which is the best the best part of the movie uh michael was pretty interesting everything else i don't know the lack of suspense is the biggest thing i'm holding against it. it's a horror movie like, i want to feel a little scared mm -hmm. and i didn't feel scared like at all during this entire movie I yeah, know. I wasn't really frightened. I'm going to give it a C. Yeah. I think, in, I don't know, these these grades are just arbitrary. Shooting from the hip. Yeah, I just, again, liked a lot of her storyline. I thought they should have stayed with that storyline. And a lot of characters that just really frustrated me. But overall, not bad. Definitely worth putting in the collection and yeah, now for sure. you know now we have to it's discern better. between three different Halloween movies which one we're actually talking exactly. about exactly it's better than, than most of the sequels but then again there's ten movies in this franchise it's gotta do better in some right yeah <laughs> it's not, not a huge uh, very high bar exactly uh, so it's it's Halloween season in general what are some of your go-to Halloween movies that you like to watch with Kathleen oh, man well this weekend we just watched Rosemary's Baby which is Stone Cold classic for a reason. It's super weird. It's super late 60s. Yeah, very, very odd movie. Yeah. Hangs with you, too. Yeah. I've only seen it one time. It's eerie. There's some good imagery in there that, uh -huh. just, that just sticks in your gills a little bit. But Yeah, we uh, talked a little bit about that when we were on the Hereditary podcast. That's well, right. Which is one of my new favorite scary movies. Yeah. So, shout out to Hereditary. Yeah. Maybe check that one out while you're for watching sure. spooky movies. Yeah, for, yeah. Anyone listening, watch Hereditary. You might get scarred. Worth it. Yeah. Now, now's the time of the year to get scarred. But I think next up for uh, Kathleen and I is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, she hasn't seen Texas Chainsaw no. Massacre? Now, speaking of, are you talking Jessica Biel, <laughs> Chester Chainsaw Massacre, or are you talking original? Oh, we're, we're going to go with original, the original, the Toby Hooper one. Where he, where he saws through his own legs. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if he does that in the Biel one. I can't remember. I think he does, actually. I think uh, he saws through his own leg. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's a little, little, little chunk of the leg going on okay. there. But... Uh, I'm down okay. for watching both. I like so, I like the remake too. I thought I thought it was all right. So you go classics, both the classics. Definitely classics. Cool, cool. Well, as always, Mr. Peterson, it's a pleasure. I appreciate you coming on, and thank you all for listening. And I hope you guys have a very safe, spooky Halloween. Have a good one. Don't need too much candy. Bye. Bye. Boo. Boo. It's relentless, ruthless. Yeah, I'm out now. You're gonna feel the wrath. Feel the shiver on your skin as I reveal the mask. Michael! You know I love it when you say my name. Tag your rip. You know you love to play the game.
chain. Are we having fun? I feel the pain. You need more than a gun. Run. Show me all the places you hit inside. I'll show you the perfect place for the plate of a kitchen knife. I am the shape. Can't escape my clutches. Get my hands around your neck, I might crush. So little time, so many people to kill. Understand that evil is real.